Good evening, 49er Empire, and welcome back to another episode of The Faithful, where we bring you all 49er news and updates. I'm Biggie Flores, and with me is Zach Green. And today, we're going to talk about a little Niner Seahawks, little recap, and then look forward to our uh, matchup versus the Eagles this Sunday. But let's get straight into it. Zach, how did you feel about this uh, 49ers versus Seahawks game? Hey, thank God it was on Thanksgiving, because... Thank God. It, it sat well with my my messed up stomach, I'll say that. <laughs> I I uh I had an espresso because I was dozing because the first half was so good. So I was yeah. like, we came out of the second half how I was feeling, like just a little sleepy, but <laughs> we turned it around real quick. Um, thanks to you know I would say specifically to the defensive line. Hey man, they look great ever since adding Chase Young. I think we have what sixteen sacks, fifteen sacks. I think it's third in the league since then, but. Hey, we look great, man. This defense looks good. We didn't even give up a touchdown defensively. Um, you know, Brock had a little pick six, but man, defense-wise, we look great. Ambry Thomas looks great. The front seven looks great. It's exciting, man. It's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, uh, I wouldn't need a shout out Ufunga because he'll be out. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, Jair Brown did his job. I mean. If you we're don't deep, hear his we're deep at every position. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we are. Except for maybe corner might be a little thin, but safeties look good. Uh, linebackers look good, and the D line. You got Randy Gregory back there. You got a whole bunch of uh, Javon Kinlaw players in depth. Hey. So, well, it's interesting because uh, we're underdogs. I always like to see where uh, you know the money's going, right? And who we're not underdogs coming into the Eagle game, huh? We're not underdogs for Eagles. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're favorites, right? Yeah, we're favorites. Yeah, we're favorites. So it's like we're traveling on the road so you can see how people are thinking about us. <laughs> and, 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 uh, they were talking about like national media on first take was talking about, um, how we're only going to get healthier, which is like weird. Weirdly, they said we're only going to get better with the additions of Debo Samuel and uh yeah you know, I mean but it was like it was like well I don't think we're gonna get healthier yeah just the just the O-line the right guard as Spencer Burford's supposed to come back uh this week but besides that and it's as healthy as we could get yeah, but I, I think we need to talk about Feliciano because he he stepped in and yeah played. no he's been he's been playing great the last few weeks you know he was at left guard while uh, Aaron Banks was out and then Burford got hurt during the bye week and he stepped in and switched over to right guard and has played great yeah, so, you know, I love I love it when a, an offensive line does that because it just shows like their their versatility and you know some of the offensive linemen have played quarterback or receiver or some other position growing up. Yeah, growing up, of course, of course. But you, you definitely like that safety blanket that Feliciano gives you, and you know if one of the guards does go down again in the near future, then we know Feliciano will be there to step up. So that's always yeah. good to have, and it's exciting. So. Yeah, yeah. So the main the main topic that I wanted to talk about was the number one seed. When I was at Thanksgiving telling people about my 49ers, I was like, you know, I'm really confident. I think we're one of the best teams in the NFL. But now that they switched the seeding for when you get the uh, only one team in each division uh, gets you're in each conference gets a bye, your percentage goes up so much. And I'm all relating this to the Super Bowl run we made because we had that first round by thanks to um, Drake Greenlaw stop at the, you know, 
the literally the 0.25 inch yard line. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that one seed's going to be important, man. And it's unfortunate that the Eagles haven't lost their last two weeks. You know, the Chiefs game was close, you know, but Valdez Canting dropped the ball in the last okay. week's drive and that loss. And then yeah. I don't know. And then the Bills game last week, you know, the Bills, uh, James Cook dropped a wheel route in the first quarter. Um, there's two missed field goals throughout the entirety of the game. Um, Josh Allen missed a corner route by Gabe Davis in overtime. Um, and the Eagles come back and end up winning. So although the Eagles have won those last two games, it almost feels like they should have lost, you know, both of them. Um, so if we're going to want the number one seed, we're going to have to beat them on Sunday. We're going to have to want Dallas to beat them the week after. Um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, but we'll see. Yeah, it's possible. I think the the chances of that happening aren't that likely. But you brought a good point up earlier, which I wanted to talk about, was the the Bills game. You know, uh, Bonte in particular wasn't happy with the amount of penalties that were called. Yeah, um, it was an excessive amount. I don't know if you saw a stat, but I think it was the head officiating guy when he's been refing the Eagles games, they're five and oh. Um, so that's kind of crazy. Coincidence or it's not, but I think I saw one play in particular where. You know, Josh Allen's kind of like our, our quarterback here at Indiana who now entered the transfer portal, but he's like a physical guy, so he tends to get hit more often. But there was a, a play where he got lit up, and it was blatantly, like, added to the play, and they didn't call anything, you know? Yeah, and then there was a horse caller. Interpretation calls, right? But it's yeah. like I saw that, and I was like, wow, that's that's one if I've ever seen one. And I look back at the ones they called against Brady, you know, who's called out the um, the NFL getting soft. <laughs> it's not even – you could say the NFL is getting soft, and I'm not going to disagree with that. But in this game in particular, all the calls were against the Bills. There was none against the Eagles. The, the horse caller on Josh Allen, you know, his jersey was ripped. Um, Darius Slay on Stephon Diggs during overtime, you know, there's a clear and hold – clear holding call at least maybe even pi that wasn't get called you know there's pictures on the over the internet i'm sure most of you guys have seen it but hey here here appreciating it's brutal um, it's brutal hey here here's a concept let me throw it at you let's hear it since since these are uh interpretation calls let's have the the general public vote (laughs) (laughs) they just use their cell phones you know when jake cole talks about the uh you know on brackets He's like, yeah, yeah. Why can't we just vote on ourselves? And why, why not have the public vote? Because I saw that play against the Bills, and bro, that shit was a roughing the passer if I've ever seen one. And I look at these stats with these refs, and I honestly don't know if it's a correlation or not. You know, I really don't. I mean, I mean example: Scott Foster and Chris Paul. You know, Chris Paul got ejected within. I don't know how fast. Uh, and I don't think Chris Paul's won a playoff game with Scott Foster officiating. So there's definitely correlations and, and personal attributes that, that take matter when an officiating crew is officiating a certain team or a certain player. So it's tough to watch, especially know, knowing in like these stats going into the game. It's so obvious almost that, I don't know. Well, that's what, that's the, yeah, yeah. And I've, 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 um, can you still hear me, by the way? Yeah, yeah, we good. Okay. 
and and I, I've talked about this before. Um, like when I'm watching the game, it's it's just blatantly obvious, and I think a lot of it is just our generation. Yeah, it's it's hard. in particular, and it has nothing to do with, um, you know, grudges. I don't I don't know. I think it does. Maybe they got money on the line. You I, know? I would say I don't know, but when I see uh, Chris Paul in the press conference saying it's personal, it's like okay. And he said it was with his son. It's like okay, I get it. It's it's hard to to pinpoint. It's hard. It's almost like in that situation where you have uh, I I've never I've never had this had this happen. But, you know, oftentimes people will be in a relationship and, uh, you know, <laughs> it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's that's almost like him and Chris Paul yeah. in a relationship. Somehow. Maybe maybe the refs are Eagles fan. Maybe he had his wife bet on the game beforehand. So it's really yeah, hard it, to pinpoint. It's like. It's hard to. It's hard. It's hard to decipher. But this is when um, when we, you know, step in. Yeah. But the good news for us, this we, week's officiating crew has the 49ers. The Eagles game. We're going to win this thing, bro. Yeah, man. Sunday's going to be a big, big game. And what do you think the keys are to winning on Sunday? Ooh. Well, I'm sure if we was a lot, Monte on and we asked him, he would be like, oh, we got to have refs. We got to have <laughs> refs on the side. But it's not going to be that way. We're under, we're underdogs, in my opinion, just because. Um, we're playing in Philadelphia, like, and I'm sure if you ask the players, they'd say the same thing. No, the players' mindset is. But you ask me what the key is. It's like you gotta, you gotta get that mentality, bro. That underdog mentality. Well, they already have a mentality of they're gonna go in and beat them. I'm talking about straight physical, straight strategic. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, defensive line, bro, because the Eagles are top three easy for offensive line. Yeah, Lane Johnson. They've all been there. Granted, Lane Johnson was hurt last week, though, so I think he's questionable going into this week. Um, but the right tackle did struggle a lot against the Bills and Von Miller, um, so that's going to be a huge factor going into the game. But you know, they're still going to be good. Jason Kelsey's still good. Uh, Jordan, I think it's Malaysia Melitas. Excuse me if I pronounce it wrong. But the left tackle is equally as good as Lane. Um, and the tush push is going to be tough to stop. You know, on the, the third and fourth and shorts is going to be tough. Um, but, yeah, get pressure on Jalen Hurts. Make him make a throw he's uncomfortable making, and he'll turn the ball over. You know, he already has, I think, 10 interceptions on the season. So let's, let's get a few more on there. Yeah. I still haven't rewatched that, that game in Philly from last year. There's nothing to rewatch. You know, we got Brock got hurt on the second play of our offensive drive. Um, and <laughs> Josh Johnson got concussed on like the third offensive drive. And besides that, it was a game. Um, exactly. So, nothing too watched in there. So I know there's some blood, blood between these teams. And if we can, you know, hold our own within the first quarter, we'll be all right. It might be a field goal game. No, it's, it's going to be, be the whole half, not even just the first quarter. I think the Eagles have been losing um, the last four games. They've been losing by double digits going in a half, and they come back and win it. Um, so we're going to have to 
we're gonna have to stay focused all game. So we we need to be able to stand up for Kyle Shanahan, I think. And that's where this team, I think, is maybe getting held back a bit. Cause in what way do you mean? People don't people don't realize like Kyle Shanahan is that guy when it comes to offensive play calling. People, I, don't, I think people, people do don't realize think, when don't we they realize backed it? the Cowboys two years ago um, with Mike McDaniel's as our head coach. Like I, I, he he wasn't calling the plays. Now Kyle Shanahan is calling the plays, right? Yeah, so, well, that was just a rumor. We don't. I feel like Shanahan has always called the plays. Going back to Atlanta, but I, Mike McDaniel's was more of a run game coordinator. With that. Well, well, it's not a matter of that. It's more of his his clock, uh, game game clock management. Well, because people people I know I've seen the film from the Super Bowl, and you know p- people are always going to blame their head coach. But if you go it's back and watch point. the film, the Niners played awful. Like the receivers were running routes that they weren't supposed to be running, and it just looked really yucky. So I say this because it's a collective effort, but we need to have better game clock management. It was it it's it's weird because we've adapted more. I feel like to the nature of the NFL, given the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I mean I don't know the Super Bowl. If you talk about it. You could say game clock management, but if we execute those plays that aren't were called, it's we're not talking about game clock management, and we have a sensor, right. you know. So right. I think I think the game clock management, the pointing fingers at Kyle Shanahan, it's just an easy finger to point at. Um, I think exactly. players need to execute their well, job. You brought up like you know uh, how you needed to apologize because after we lost early last season. Um, I forgot which game. I think it was against the Chiefs at home, right? And in order to beat the win the Super Bowl, we need to beat a team like the Chiefs. And I think we did that on Sunday night against the Cowboys, honestly. Um, yeah. I don't think – I think a lot of people shit on the Cowboys, but they're a great football team. And if if uh, if if we're comparing the, the two teams, I think this team's better than the team that made it to the Super Bowl. And we have more experience, and we've lost the Super Bowl, bro. We know what it's like, and so have the Eagles. But the Eagles are young. Let's not forget, the Eagles are young. Yeah, to a certain extent, like their weapons are young. Their O line, D line is kind of getting old. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brandon's the, 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 up there, man. Brandon, the O line and D line, they actually a lot of them were on the team when the Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. You know, Kelsey Johnson. Uh, uh, yeah, they're all Top three in the league. So I don't know. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a fun one Friday or Sunday. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, gonna be tough, of course. This is bigger than football. I know. <laughs> Man, I think I think it uh, is a lot bigger. And I looked at it flying out. <laughs> it was like damn near like seven hundred dollars for airfare, so I didn't. And you're and you're flying from Indiana. And I'm cool. I'm flying from Indiana. A bro, a bro college. Imagine what it's like from the West Coast. Man, it's gonna be gonna be a fun one. Um, Are there any good uh good other games on the slate? 
Um, no. The, the Sunday Night Football's Chiefs Packers should have been uh, Niners Eagles, but uh, what was it? NBC doesn't want to give that up or something. Stupid. <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. But, I mean, the only one that matters is Niners Eagles. If we could win Sunday and if the Cowboys could win next Sunday, we got the one seed. Simple as that. But it's going to take a lot and one game at a time. Um, even if we don't get the one seed, if you're in the playoffs, you have a chance. So, Yeah, and that's what matters. You know, I won't be happy if this – I won't be happy if this team loses. But I have also know what it feels like to – uh, lose a Super Bowl the same day as my dad passing away. So <laughs> it's kind of uh, symbolic, but nothing can get worse than that, right? So we got to stay healthy and just cross our fingers and hope Sunday is a neutral game. Yeah, so we'll see, man. We could only we could only sit and wait. Because we'd be watching. Oh. Gabe Morales, where are you at? I don't think, I don't think I've missed a game. No, I say this Gabe Morales because, you know, you remember Who's Gabe? Who's Gabe Morales? He was the first base coach that uh, – Sounds familiar. Uh, your your cousin, uh, William Flores – or Wilmer Flores swing. Oh. <laughs> you know, his name is yeah. Gabe Morales. But, you know, we never forget. We never forget. So, last year – it's in the past. We get we have a we have a, a new book that's being written. It's called the 2023-2024 season. And you know, it's yet to be determined, but let's go win our let's go win our special ball game. You got a long way to go. I think I think this Sunday the biggest thing is to not overreact when it lose, you know. Either way, we're gonna see him again in January. Um this is just a test out the waters and see where we are as a team. Um, yeah. See see where we are. So if we lose, it's not the end of the world. If we win, great, great. Please win. Hey. And let's we'll see him in January. Wait, let's not forget that Philly Philly's fan base, they're crazy. They're passionate. They're passionate. They care. They're you know, people, so shout out to them. A lot of people say toxic. A lot of people say the worst, but all I see yeah. is passion. All I see is passion. It's, it's passion. It's just, you know, uh, they're they're like kind of like Bills fans. I feel yeah. I feel like uh, me. I keep it low key. I keep it low key. But what by your sports teams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I I can I uh, can come off as arrogant because I got so many championships. I mean, it's all right. But I rock my teams. Of course, you're a Pacers fan now, though, huh? Yeah, I'm a Pacers fan now. <laughs> How many rings they I got? I got the Warriors and Pacers. All right, but, I don't mind that. But I know I know your Sixers look good. Shout out Tyrese Maxey. Dude, he looks good, man. They look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun to watch. Ryan Empire, thanks for listening to us today, man. We got a big, big game on Sunday. We'll see where it takes us. We'll get you a pod either that Monday or Tuesday after. Because uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be pretty drunk for the game. I don't know about you, but uh, I'm hey, drinking. Can we get a Can we get a, a sponsor? <laughs> yeah, sure. You want a sponsor? Yeah, I want an alcohol sponsor. Yeah, I'll get yeah. one by Modelo by the end of the year. <laughs> I'll, I'll DM them. I'll DM them. But, uh, yeah, hope everyone has a good Sunday. Hope, you, hope If there's college students out there, hope everyone does well in their finals these next two weeks. Uh, but, man, let's go get 
this win on Sunday. Me and Zach red and gold till we dead and cold. Bang bang niner gang. Yes, sir. We out.